السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين We praise Allah سبحانه وتعالى We send blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam His household, his companions We ask Allah to bless them To bless all those who struggled and strove through the generations To get the deen to us, to bless us all of us and our offspring to bless humanity at large. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all goodness and ultimately paradise. Ameen. My beloved brothers and sisters, do you know what I'm going to say today? Do you have a clue? Subhanallah. No clue? MashaAllah. They told me in Brisbane, people always know what's about to happen. So subhanallah. May Allah bless you all. May Allah grant you goodness. Ameen. My brothers and sisters, in our lives, we have to communicate with people. In our lives, we have to communicate with people. The Almighty has communicated with us. The divine legacy that the Almighty, subhanahu wa ta'ala, has granted through the messengers of His is such that we take lesson from everything that he has revealed. When I want to communicate with you, or you would like to communicate with anyone around you, you have to understand how the Almighty has chosen to communicate with you, and you've got to try your best to take lesson. Where am I heading? We have a difficulty today where people don't want to listen, especially children, especially others. People you want to advise, do you know what they tell you? Don't judge me. Have you heard that? Don't judge. You tell them, sister, I think it's time for salah. Hey, don't judge me. I, I didn't say anything. I just said it's time for salah. No. You think I don't pray? Nobody said you don't pray. Come on, don't get so defensive. No one wants to hear advice anymore. People say, don't judge me. When you're trying to tell them something that's good, but if you were to tell them, sister, do you know what? The makeup you use is at one-tenth of the price because it's Yellow Wednesday. They tell you what? MashaAllah. Sorry, I just wanted to do, you know, Black Friday is gone. There has to be something else coming, MashaAllah. So my brothers and sisters, take a look at the Prophet Moses, may peace be upon him. Take a look at his brother Harun, may peace be upon him. The two of them were sent by the Almighty. At their time, were they not the best? At their time, in terms of prophethood, in terms of closeness to the Almighty, in terms of access to the Maker Himself. Moses, may peace be upon him, is one of them whom the Almighty addressed directly. He spoke to him. So he had access. Yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells them, you know what? I'm sending the two of you to the Pharaoh to remind him about me. Remind him that he is not the God he claims to be. You know the Pharaoh, what did he used to say to his people? He used to say, I am your Lord, the High, the High. وَقَالَ فِرْعَوْنُ يَا أَيُّهَا الْمَلَأُ مَا عَلِمْتُ لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَهٍ غَيْرِي The Pharaoh used to say, O oh my people, I don't know of any Lord or God for you besides me. 
The strange thing is, what surprises me and always did since I was a child, was that he went to the bathroom too, right? And he used to say, I don't know of a Lord for you besides me. And he knew that he has normal human struggles. And the Almighty, someone not only engaging in the worst possible sin, which is shirk, translated as association partnership with maker himself. Not only was that sin being perpetrated, but he installed himself as a partner with the maker and not only a partner, but he says, forget the maker, I'm the maker. Come on. So the Almighty decides, you know what? We need to tap this man, tap him on his shoulders. By what? Let's send to him two people. One more eloquent than the other, one more knowledgeable than the other. So Allah says to the Prophet Moses and his brother, go to him, remind him. But remember, the reminders only have an impact and an effect if they are presented in the correct way. When you communicate with people, there is no point in opening your mouth without thinking because the Almighty did not just give you a mouth, but he gave you a brain as well. If you're not going to marry the two, you will never get across what you're trying to get across. Subhanallah. If you don't think before you utter, you will regret what you've said. Many of us make mistakes and we regret later because we spoke either in anger when the mind was blocked or clouded and we didn't think correctly. And therefore we come back and say, I'm sorry if we're the best of people, we apologize. It's only the best who apologize. Dad, where's dad? Dad, do you ever apologize? If the answer is no, today is the day you have to learn a lesson. Only the best of people say, I'm sorry. The others don't. So ask yourself, am I the best of people? Do I say, I'm sorry? I'm really sorry. I mean it. May Allah grant us the ability to be humble enough to admit our faults and to be able to say, I'm sorry and really mean it. It changes lives. It empowers your children when you apologize to them. Generations ago, people used to teach that you can never apologize to your kids. The generation is gone. It no longer works. You come and admit your fault and you say, listen, child, how I spoke to you was wrong. I'm so sorry, really. I didn't mean to hurt you. Really, I'm sorry. You empower the child. You give the child the confidence the child needs. Here is the Prophet Moses, the best of the time, being sent to the worst of the time, who was the Pharaoh. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, The two of you, go to him. And speak to him with a soft tone, with a lenient tone and manner. The words, use soft words, not hard words. And who were they speaking to? They were speaking to the worst of the time. And the Almighty, who is the most powerful, who could have destroyed in a split second, is telling them, hang on, just watch the words you use with the Pharaoh. Beloved mothers-in-law here in Brisbane, mashallah. 
when you address those whom Allah has made related to you through your child, just use kind words. That's it. It will change lives. The same applies to the daughters-in-law, subhanAllah. The same applies to the sons and daughters, husbands, wives, brothers, sisters, parents, children, whoever you are in community, outside the community. You could be a big boss working in such a way that so many are under you and you could be one who is working in a way that many are above you, no matter what. The person you are addressing can never be worse than the Pharaoh himself. And you will never be better than Moses, may peace be upon him. So you have to speak in an even more lenient way. Do you get my point? If we're not going to watch our words, we have failed as believers. When you want to declare yourself a Muslim, what do you say? La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship besides Allah. I bear witness that Muhammad, peace be upon him, is the messenger. That statement takes you into the fold of Islam. And I tell you what, the statements have a weight in the eyes of the Almighty. Some statements are heavier than others. Here happens to come one of the wives of the Prophet commenting about how short the other one is in a negative way, the Prophet, peace be upon him, says, you know what? If your statement was made into a droplet of ink, it would change the color of the entire ocean. That's how bad it was. And what was the statement? She's short. La ilaha illallah. What do we say? We swear, we abuse, we deceive, we cheat, filled with malice, envy, jealousy, hatred, pride. We think we are someone. Wallahi, my brothers and sisters, in this world, you will never be someone. It's only on the day of judgment when the Almighty gives you your book in your right hand. You can say, wow, read my book, guys. Before that, no one can ever judge another. Whenever we read Surah Al-Fatiha, and we're supposed to be reading it a minimum of 17 times a day, perhaps more. One of the verses there says, Maliki yawmiddin. What does it mean? What does it mean? Can someone say what it means? Owner of the day of judgment. Allah has kept a massive day of judgment worth 50,000 years of the years of this world one day in order to judge the hearts of the people and the minds of the people and the actions of the people and the words of the people and everything subhanallah he's kept that day but here we are the way we speak to others is so abusive so hurtful so bad mostly it's to do with those we live with and that's the test of the Almighty. And we're failing it dismally. No matter how many prayers you prayed, you wasted your time. What's the point of having five prayers in the first saf in the masjid? If you're a male, subhanallah. And you know what? You go home and you're swearing people. You go out on the street, you're abusing others. You're swearing. You're, you're not conscious of what comes out of your mouth. You know what will happen? On the day of judgment, your prayer is taken and given given as a gift or as a payment 
to the one whom you've wronged with your own tongue. Be careful what you say. Watch your words. Watch your words, my brothers and sisters. That's the message of tonight. Be careful what you say. We give charity, mashallah. We should be, mashallah. The humans are appealing to us to give to the needy. Have we given? Mashallah. It's great. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu la tubtilu sadaqatikum bil manni wal adha. O you who believe, do not nullify the reward of your charities by bragging about it or by abusing people with your mouths or in any other way. That's what the Almighty says. I could give a million. But if I swore someone, that million is gone into the register of that person. I wasted my time. Do you know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says? Subhanallah. If you were to just say a good word and you were to forgive, that forgiveness is not easy. If I say forgive this person, is it easy? It's not easy, especially when someone's been at your case for a long time. It's not easy to forgive, right? But the Almighty is saying, if you were to say a good word, watch your mouth, watch your tongue, look at how you say what you want to say. It's not good enough to just say things. You know, you blurt out whatever came to your mind gone without thinking about it, pausing for a moment. Your words can slice. You know, words can actually cause damage more than the harm caused by a sharp sword. Subhanallah. That's factual. So Allah says, if you were to say a good word and forgive, it's better than giving a charity that is followed by bragging or harm or abuse in any way. If you're going to give a charity and then abuse, you rather hold back, stop your abuse first. May Allah grant us ease. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling the Prophet Moses, who's the best, to go to the worst and speak with soft words. Do you know why? Because he says those are the words that may have an impact in terms of reminding him of the fact that he's not the maker, there is a maker above. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying. If I were to ask you, who from amongst you is better than the Prophet Moses, nobody's hands would go up. If I were to say, who from amongst you is ever going to address someone worse than the Pharaoh himself? Please put up your hand. Oh no, I see a hand. I hope you're not referring to your in-laws. Inshallah not. I think maybe you didn't understand what I said. But the point is, no matter who we are going to address, subhanallah, that person will never ever be worse than the Pharaoh. So speak with a lot of respect, even to those whom you differ with. One of the diseases of the age is when we differ with someone, we call them names of animals. We refer to them as idiots. We refer to them as even worse than that. We come up with new terminology that is so offensive. For what? What did you gain? It proves that your relationship with the maker is weak because that person 
was created by the same maker you're trying to please. What's my mission on earth here? To please my maker. My maker made me and made those I differ with. My maker made me and made the non-Muslims, the animals, the plants, whatever else it is. If I would like to prove my love to my maker, I need to prove to him that whatever you made is special to me. I will respect it and I will fulfill its rights. You follow what I'm saying? Because I love you, my maker. And if I really love you, then everything connected to you and everything you made is special to me. Subhanallah. Do you get what I'm saying? We fail because we forget that we're all creatures of the same maker. So when we refer to others whom we don't like perhaps, whom we haven't gotten along with or we've had a disagreement with or dispute, we become hurtful, abusive, we lie. We want to create a bigger problem than the one there. I usually say when you have a problem, either leave it where it is or solve it. But don't make it worse than it is. If I visited Brisbane, I'd like to leave Brisbane in a condition that the community can stay where it was or become better in one way or another. But never come create a fitna or create a problem, an issue and leave it here and I'm gone. And I'm just, yeah, you know, they split into three pieces. Wow. You know, what type of person is that? Are you here to split the people or to bring them together? Definitely to bring them together. My brothers and sisters, differences are normal. You love your spouse, you will differ with your spouse. You love your children, your parents, your siblings, whoever you love, you will never think exactly the same. There might be a little bit of common factor in thought, but never 100% the same. That's how the Almighty made you. It's how you deal with the difference that distinguishes the donkey from the horse. Sorry to use the names of these animals, but I think they're not bad. We use both for transport, right? Mashallah. Mashallah. They look alike, don't they? Mashallah. But that's what distinguishes the one who's closer to the Almighty from the one who's not. The way you react, the way you use your mind and the way your words come out, it requires Discipline. Are you ready for that? That will make you the best of people. Are you ready to speak with utmost respect in your home to begin with? Refer to your loved ones as loved ones, even if you've had a difference. Tell them how much you love them. The problem with us, when things go wrong, we open our mouths and we haven't realized for 19 years things were going right. We didn't ever say they're going right. MashaAllah. I'm not really picking on those who are married for 20 years, but anyway. Actually, someone came to me after I spoke in one of the cities here and I said something very strange. We spoke about wedding anniversaries, right? Do you know why you celebrate? If they say this is my 20th anniversary. The world is such today that people get married without knowing why they are getting married. They don't know what marriage is all about and they're getting married. They're coming together. You know, can I tell you in one word what marriage is all about? Two words. Okay, the biggest sacrifice, that's what marriage is. Do you agree? MashaAllah, I see more females say yes than males. <laughs> SubhanAllah, was it just, you want to try again? Do you agree? Yes. MashaAllah, that was a little bit more balanced, MashaAllah. The biggest sacrifice 
That's what marriage is. It's not just a perpetual honeymoon, subhanallah. Subhanallah. But nowadays, very sadly and unfortunately, the rate of divorce is so high. Can I tell you one of the reasons? When you're getting married, the Imam reads a few verses. You guys who are married, do you remember those verses? Do you remember those verses? Subhanallah. No wonder why we're going wrong. La ilaha illallah. The Almighty says to us, one of the verses, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu attaqullaha wa koolu qawlan sadeeda yuslih lakum a'malakum wa yawfir lakum dhunubakum wa man yuti'illaha wa rasoolah faqad faza fawzan azeema O you who believe, be conscious of the Almighty, develop the correct relationship with your maker. That's the term, ittaqullah. Develop the correct relationship with your maker. Ittaqullah. And utter that which is straight, which is upright, which is beautiful, which is full of goodness, which is far from abuse and hurt, which is far from falsehood and anything derogatory. And if you were to watch your tongue, you know what we'll do for you? The Almighty says, we will purify and make good your deeds. We will forgive your sins. We will grant you success. That is indeed the greatest success. So when we get married and we don't watch our tongues, things begin to go wrong because you didn't watch your mouth. And the Almighty warned you at the beginning when you were getting married. Watch your tongue. Tongue. That's it. Mashallah. French kiss. Fine. No problem. But this side here, I promise you weren't expecting that, right? That's part of the reason why marriages go wrong is because we're not romantic enough. You were not expecting that either. It is an honor to say that. I was somewhere in another country and a sister complained, my husband hasn't been intimate for the last two years. I said, what? Maybe you're making a mistake. It's supposed to be two days. I can't believe it. When the Prophet ﷺ says it's an act of worship to be intimate with your spouse. But no. No. I would never have said this 10 years back. But you know what? We have a crisis in the ummah. Romance is being shown to those besides the one whom it is supposed to be shown to. The I love you's and the beautiful emoticons and emojis that are continuously being created on platforms that are increasing on a daily basis are all sent beautifully a thousand times. Mashallah, but to the wrong number. <laughs> That's where we're going wrong. If you had to send one tenth of those to the person they were supposed to go to, you'd be having a walima the following day. La ilaha illallah. It's a reality. Let's change the way we speak, the way we treat our spouses. The Prophet ﷺ says, it's an act of charity. A good word is an act of charity, which means it's an act of worship. When you think before you speak, you have actually worshipped Allah because you're using what He gave you and that's your brain. That's what distinguishes man from animal is the brain. Subhanallah, you have the ability to think. You don't just bark. You don't just bray. 
إن أنكر الأصوات لصوت الحمير. Indeed, the most detested of sounds is the braying of an ass, the braying of a donkey. That's what the Almighty says. Why does He say that? He says, watch how you speak. The way you speak determines how close you are to Allah. Did you hear what I said? The way you speak when you open your mouth determines how close you are to Allah. If you're really a pious person, it shows in the softness of your character. But if you're reading one Quran every three days, but you're abusing someone, that Quran you're actually doing for someone else. That's what's happening. You're not really pious. Watch your tongue. Make people feel good. Empower them. Today I was saying at the beginning of my speech, people don't want to listen to what others have to say. Primarily because we don't empower them. We don't show care for them. We want to attack. We want to abuse. We want to shove down throats. Whereas we're in, in an age or at a time where they don't need all of that. Even our children won't listen to us. If we don't spend more quality time with them, put your phones aside, put everything aside. That's your gift from Allah, your child. How much time have you spent with your children? When you speak to them, if you want to change them, go back to the advice of the Prophet, of the Prophet Moses that Allah gave him and take a look at it. My brothers and sisters, this tongue, Subhanallah. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Kalimatani khafifatani ala lisani thaqilatani fil mizani habibatani ila rahmani. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi subhanallah al-azim. Didn't it sound so nice? Do you know what it means? Two little words that you utter. Very light on the tongue, very heavy on the scale, very loved to the most merciful. What are they? Praise be to Allah. All praise is due to Allah. Glory be to Allah, the great, the greatest. If you were to say these words, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, says they are very heavy on the scale and they are most loved by the Almighty. That goes to show that your words are weighed. They are weighed. When I was young, I used to think, how are they going to weigh these words? I remember learning this hadith right at the beginning, many years back. How would they weigh words, you know? Until later on, when I started recording myself, and subhanallah, it's either one megabyte or one gigabyte, isn't it? Right? If you want to send a voice note, what happens? It's weighed. It's weighed in what? In a certain way. Nobody said weighing means kilograms. It's weighed in megabytes, kilobytes. Whatever else, gigabytes, terabytes, right? Subhanallah, watch your words. Sometimes they're very, very hurtful and you haven't realized that. This is part of the divine legacy. My brothers, my sisters, if you would like to know, many of the sisters here are being abused. Not just here, but across the globe by men who think that they are their bosses and you're not. Our boss collectively is Allah. He is our maker. Fear Allah. Be conscious of Him. Watch what you're saying. 
There was a man at the time of the Prophet ﷺ who was saying a harsh word to his servant and he felt a tapping on his shoulder. He turned around and saw it was the messenger Muhammad, peace be upon him. And the messenger says, Allah has greater authority and control over you than you have over this person you're just abusing. It caused this person to tremble and to utter words of seeking forgiveness in such a beautiful way thereafter and promising it would not happen again. We need the same reminder. When you're hurting someone, when you're abusing someone, when you're maltreating someone, remember, it's just a debt that shall be paid back in this world before the next. The Almighty will create someone one day to do exactly the same to you. If not, you're going to face the consequences on the Day of Judgment, which will be even worse. So my brothers and sisters, what am I going to say? Moisten your tongue with the remembrance of Allah and you will never go wrong. If your tongue is always moistened with the remembrance of Allah, you're remembering Allah. You're reading Quran with the true consciousness. You know, when I read the Quran, I've come now to realize and to understand, Oh Allah, as much as I'm reading this, accept it from me and help from me and help me to guard it right up to the day of judgment so that I come with it and then it can be multiplied by 10 because I've heard Allah say whoever comes on that day of judgment with a good deed then it shall be multiplied for them by 10. What's the meaning of comes with the good deed? To do a good deed is basic. It's so easy. If I were to tell you, pray, to get up and do the wudu and to pray, will not take you more than a few minutes. And you know what? It's quite easy. It's not difficult. No one beat you up. It wasn't difficult at all. Once you fulfill that prayer, watch your mouth. Do you know why? It is the mouth that may cause that prayer to have disappeared by the time you get to Allah on the Day of Judgment. Hence, you would have done the good deed, but you didn't come with it. Why? It was lost in the way. That's why the Almighty says, to come with the good deed on the Day of Judgment is ten times more difficult than to do the deed in the minimum. That's why we will multiply the ones who succeeded to do the deed and then to come with it on the day of judgment, now you deserve a multiplication. Well done. To do it was easy. I could have sat with, with, with my subhanallah a hundred times or 33 times, my alhamdulillah 33 times, my Allahu Akbar 34 times and so on. I could have done it every day. But to do it is one thing. To manage to protect it and to bring it without having abused anyone is far more difficult. Which one does the Almighty stress? What is it that will result in the multiplication of the reward and why would it be multiplied? Because to look after the tongue and the way you treated others is much more difficult than just to do an act of worship. And therefore, my brothers and sisters, remember one thing. Islam is not only about five daily prayers. Islam is not only about going for Hajj. Islam is not only about giving charity. Islam is not only about fasting in Ramadan. Islam is also and equally important protecting yourself from abusing others. 
from hurting others, from usurping their wealth, from doing something wrong to them. As much as you have to fulfill the rights of Allah, you have to fulfill the rights of the rest of the creatures of Allah. I'm so happy that this evening, with human appeal, we've been given an opportunity to donate, to be charitable. Don't forget, you need to be charitable even in your own homes, just by smiling. If a smile is given value because it's called a sadaqah, it means it's an act of worship. Subhanallah, we should be people who will come on the day of judgment with the best of reward. We've been smiling all our lives. Mashallah. They even called me smile. Mashallah. For those of you who know, right? Mashallah. May Allah bless you. Wallahi, my brothers and sisters, what I've said today is extremely important. I think many people don't address the way we talk to others. If you want to listen to me, why is it? Because I'm supposed to be giving you something while making you feel good. Subhanallah. While making you appreciate yourself to begin with. Making you realize your own value. We're valuable people. If I think I have value, subhanallah, you probably have greater value than I do. I need to acknowledge it. And subhanallah, at the same time, I will feel better. May Allah grant us goodness. I was told you can speak for as long as you want. Because you know what? It's not every day that you come to Brisbane. I don't know if that offer still stands, mashallah. Does it? Can I carry on? Yes. Mashallah. It means I'll have to come back, mashallah. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our good deeds. May we become from among those who are conscious of whatever we say, whatever we do. May we be from among those who repeat good, good words. May we go home today and change our lives. We have to. You want to change your life? While you're connecting to your maker, learn to respect those whom the same maker has created. Starting with your spouse. Khayrukum, khayrukum li ahlihi. We've heard the hadith many times. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, says the best from amongst you is he or she who is best to his or her spouse. Am I the best? I need to aim for that. Recently, we were sitting in a gathering and someone was saying, you know, those who have an examination and they say, I want to get 100%. I've worked hard. I need 100%. They'll probably get in their 90s. You agree? Worst case scenario in their 80s, but they passed with top marks, right? They Where were they aiming? At 100 but those who tell you, I just want to pass, I just want to pass, those are the ones who fail. La ilaha illallah. So this is why when the Prophet ﷺ tells us, when you ask Allah for Jannah, don't just say, I just want to get into Jannah. No. Don't just say, I just want to get into Jannah. Say, oh Allah, I want Al-Firdaus. Oh Allah, I want Al-Firdaus in Jannah. You know what's Al-Firdaus? Oh, sorry, it's not the sister sitting next to you. No, no. I think there are some Firdauses here, right? We're talking not about Firdaus, meaning someone here whose name is Firdaus. Al-Firdaus is one of the highest ranks in Jannah. A place that is amazing in Jannatul Firdaus. That's what we call it. When you ask Allah for Al-Firdaus, do you know what? At least you'll make it into Jannah. But if you're saying, I just want to get in. I just need to go in. I know we do, but you aim much higher because then you might just fail dilly-dally. I want to say two things before I close. If you want Jannah, 
seek the forgiveness of Allah on a daily basis. He is the most merciful, the most compassionate, the most kind, the most beneficent, the most forgiving, etc., etc. He will forgive you every time you say, Oh Allah, forgive me. He will say to you, I have forgiven you. You are pure. You are clean once again, no matter what you've done. Remember that on a daily basis, seek forgiveness, you'll get Jannah. Secondly, you want Jannah? Say, Allahumma inni as'aluka Jannah. Oh Allah, I ask you to grant me Jannah. You need to say that on a daily basis. Those prayers are recorded on the day of judgment. Jannah itself will say to Allah, Oh Allah, this person was asking you to grant him or her entry into Jannah. I am pleading on behalf of this person to let them come in. Subhanallah. Keep asking Allah and treat those that Allah has created with utmost respect even if you differ and disagree very strongly let it be with the best respect aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina muhammad wa sallamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh